0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. It's Paul Allen, joined by Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer off a victory over the Philadelphia Eagles with a a road game at the Detroit Lions. Kickoff is at noon. Pre-game on the flagship 10 o'clock. Network affiliates pick it up at 11. Uh, congratulations on uh, the victory over Philadelphia. And um, uh, in totality, the last two victories. When um, uh, when you're calling a game defensively, do do coaches get on hot streaks when they're calling games? Like, boom, everything's just clicking?
1: Yeah, sometimes that happens. Uh, you know, it, players executing is is always the most important thing.
0: Mm-hmm. When it comes to players executing or the importance of, of, of uh, pre-snap window dressing, so to speak, it seems when, when watching back uh, games this year, specifically with your run seven, the, the pre-snap movement right before everything takes place, you know, knock on wood in case you're superstitious, it seems like it's working really, really well. Would you agree?
1: Well, it's one of the things we worked on the off season. You know, we've we pretty much have been in the same front now for uh, six years, and so for us to be able to adjust and make a little just slight adjustments where players are playing just a little bit different technique and line up in a little different spot, I think has helped us.
0: Six years into it as head coach and and calling the defense here, and six games into it this year, is it challenging uh, coming up with new stuff every single game, or like breaking tendencies?
1: Uh, sometimes it is. Um, you know, we've had a lot of fun this year, uh, uh, thinking of new fronts, new alignments, new pressures. Uh, so I think, I think that part's been fun. Uh, you know, some, some Tuesdays are a grind because of who you're playing and what you have to do. So, uh, but, um, Overall, it's been it's been good.
0: The uh, the the sack in the, in the Eagles game with uh, Mackenzie Alexander and Eric Kendricks, uh, how did that work so effortlessly? Because it obviously was very well timed.
1: <laughs> well, we brought more than naked block,
0: right? <laughs> so that's was always Was it a new play?
1: It was a new, uh, yeah, basically.
0: Yeah, and Everson Griffin, I think, was standing up mugging the A-gap on that play, <laughs> too. I mean, that that's, that's again, that plays into what we're talking about, coming up with uh, the challenges of coming up with new things every week, right?
1: Yeah, I'm glad you have all 22. <laughs>
0: I can see that on the TV copy and uh, during calling the game. Speaking speaking of communication, which is very important, uh, the communication.
1: Were you speaking about communication?
0: Yeah, yeah, because to to have the pre-snap movement and and to execute things effortlessly, like, you know, that safety against the Giants and stuff like that, I would imagine communication is very important, right?
1: Yeah, but it's probably more important on the back end.
0: Right. What's that mean? You mean with uh, the DBs? The DBs, yeah, because
1: make sure you're getting the right coverage, make sure you get to the right uh, um, person that you're trying to cover.
0: Well, if we were chatting offensive communication, is it fair to say between the left guard and the center, the communication is getting to, to where you want it to be play after play?
1: Yeah, and really with all five guys uh, all five guys have to be on the same page and make sure they're they're going in the right direction we had one last week that we uh, we had a miscommunication we got a sack on it but uh, um, the more that we can be all on the same page all working together as, as one unit uh, the better off we are
0: yeah the re- the reason I brought that up is because I mean elfline's been around but left guards new the centers a rookie yeah dozier at, at right guard that generally is Klein spot so you know with uh with elfline in in that spot and the center being a rookie it's the communication it just doesn't come immediately right
1: no it takes a while especially when you get some of these um exotic looks by the defenses
0: uh the kyle rudolph's blocking in my opinion has been better than ever what um, what led to that
1: um you know he's he's really taken a uh Taking it to heart as far as going out there and blocking, I I know that you know all of our guys, our receivers as well. Uh, you know, when you have a, a running back that can go the home, go the distance uh, at any particular play, they put a lot of effort into it. And uh, Kyle's been doing a very nice
0: job through uh, through <clears> six <throat> regular season games with with where you are offensively. What do you like about the way Kevin Stevansky is calling the games?
1: Well, I think the last two games have really been. Uh, Excellent in the way that we've uh, used our personnel. Number one, we've we've had balance with with the run and the pass, uh, the play actions, the getting a quarterback on the perimeter, and uh, and then the mixture of the drop back passes. So um, you know, being able to uh, run a reverse in there, have a reverse pass um, dialed up. Um, you know, some of the some of the plays to keep defenses guessing.
0: Uh, your DBs coach Jerry Gray joins the show after you. Uh, he's been here with you every step of the way. what uh, what do you like about jerry's approach to coaching these dbs
1: yeah jerry does a really nice job he uh you know he's very uh detailed on on the amount of um what each player that we're playing uh does best and how we have to uh, approach attacking him and then also the the uh different alignments by the receivers and and where uh where they're trying to run and by based on formations, alignments, and who's where.
0: What um, what are, what are some things overall you're really appreciating about Everson Griffin's season through six games?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is uh, how he's taken care of himself personally. Uh, you know, he comes in here football wise, he's outstanding. Obviously, he comes in and works hard every day and does everything he can uh, to to be better. But, um, you know, the way he's approached uh, his things off the field, I think, has been really outstanding.
0: When, when you watch these games back with Everson, is is he, even if he's not in on the play, is he disrupting things pretty much uh, like almost every single play?
1: Well, yeah, there's a lot of times uh, that, that he does a lot of those kind of things. Uh, they had a... Uh, I believe it was a reverse two weeks ago, or maybe last week, that he uh, knocked a guy back, went back out, and, and uh, got in on the tackle. Uh, you know, there are so many, so many times that he does those kind of things, or um, maybe takes takes the offensive tackle and drives him back into the quarterback, doesn't mm. get the sack, but affects the quarterback.
0: Mike, with the uh, with the Lions, what's different about a Daryl Bevel led offense compared to previous years? You've analyzed the Lions.
1: I think the the biggest thing, um, you know, they they're. they're they're averaging 10 play actions a game. So they're, and and the play actions are, they're trying to get the ball vertically down the field quite a bit over routes and, and deep shots. Uh, You saw the flea flicker uh, last night, first play of the game. So uh, a lot of those things are showing up um, as far as uh, probably the biggest difference And Stafford is playing outstanding. He's throwing, throwing the heck out of the ball, getting the ball out quickly. Um, And uh, you know, and, and they're, they will stick with the run.
0: You know, as you as you go through five games with Matthew, if you if you were to play that whole thing out over sixteen, his sacks are down, his interceptions are down, and and I don't know how much <clears throat> Bevel has to do with that, but dude, is Matthew playing as well as he's ever played right now?
1: Yeah, I think so. you know he he's always played pretty darn good, but um, he's playing at a very high level at this point. Um, you know, he's been extremely accurate with the football um, moves. Still moves well in and out of the pocket. And then, uh, you know, he's throwing the ball
0: on a rope. What kind of back is Carryon Johnson?
1: He's, he's really good. Uh, he's got uh, great feet, good acceleration, um, has some power. Um, so, I, you know, he, he was hurt, I believe, last year when we played him. But uh, he has another dimension to him. Um, you know, and they're using a lot of different backs. Uh, the tight end, Hawkinson, has yeah. really been a big, big uh, uh, factor for him offensively.
0: Yeah, they drafted him and they brought Jesse James in from Pittsburgh. So are, are tight ends different for the Lions this year compared to what you've seen in the past? And what do you think of Hawkinson?
1: Well Hawkinson's really good. He runs really good routes, catches the ball really well, does a nice job in, in blocking. Uh Jesse James is very similar in a lot of ways. Uh maybe not as much of a pass cut catcher as Hawkinson. And then you know they've got these two guys outside, uh Marvin Jones and
0: Kenny Galladay and
1: Galladay, and these two guys can really fly down the field and then uh seventeen um
0: Melvin Hall. Hall. Yeah. He, Hall Jr. He can, really, one.
1: he can really go. So they've they've got a lot of speed on the back end, and uh, these tight ends help them uh, to get open down the field.
0: Marvin Hall, that is. Um, and Kenny Galladay, I know you've always respected him, but he's gotten really good, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, and, and Marvin Jones was with me in Cincinnati, so I know him a little bit more. But uh, both these two guys are tall, Fast, uh, great jumpers, good hands, uh, runs excellent routes. So uh, it'll be a, it'll be a great test for us.
0: It's a it's a division game, so of course it'll be tough. It's on the road, but with the way Detroit lost Monday night against Green Bay, are you expecting a pissed off bunch into this game?
1: I, w- I would assume they would be. Uh, you know, I I know that they've complained a little bit about the officials and things like that. So, um, you know, we're they're gonna they're a good football team anyway. We're gonna get. We're going to get a really good effort. They play a lot of man-to-man in the back end, uh, mix in a little bit of uh, quarter coverage and a little bit of cover 2 They've got a very stout front group uh, that is very, very good. And then, uh, you know, Trey Flowers is an excellent player. uh, um, uh Ashawn Robinson is, yeah. a, is a really good player, so um, it'll be a it'll be a great test.
0: Last one um, after Sunday, a short week for the Thursday Washington Redskins game. How do you guys get ahead with the planning when you have two games in such a short amount of time?
1: Yeah, well, we're, we're going to have to um, do a little bit of work on on the Redskins uh, later later on in the week and just kind of get prepared. with a small portion of the game plan. Um, We'll probably uh, bring the players in late on Monday so that we can continue to work on the game plan Monday morning and and then get ready to go play.
0: Terrific communication. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm Paul Allen.